I want to talk about something I take with me almost everywhere, even though it's already there. Brothers and sisters of belief, I would love to share with you something that I keep in my Project Carbon cigar case almost everywhere I go, even if I know that it's already going to be there at the cigar lounge or the cigar shop. It's almost like a survival cigar, one that I always keep with me, definitely on my list of cigars that I would have on a deserted island if I were stuck there. But there are so many reasons that this cigar deserves the spotlight that I need a little help in, in telling you all of the reasons why. So I brought a fellow lover of this particular cigar, someone who was nice enough to, uh, I guess, delve into all the... <clears throat> All the impatience, <clears throat> all of the, oh, whatever. It's Coconut Stick Man. Yay, yay. Here we go. Yeah, we went to see Ice Cube not too long ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. want your applause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Wait. <sighs> My applause. Continue. And we're moving on. We are definitely moving on and moving up to the, the Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary. Have you had it? Have you had it? Do you know? If you know, you know. I notice no one writes that out anymore. It's just I, Y, K, whatever. <laughs> this cigar. Oh, my gosh. OMG. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> I know it's, yes, it was not released yesterday, but that is one of the reasons that I believe it is worthy of a podcast because when you have a cigar that is not a brand new release, it's been out there for a year or two and or three, and it continues to just rack up accolades and special vitolas and, and limited editions, it's you know you have a hidden gem. It's something truly special, and that's just one of the reasons it is worthy of sharing with you today. Well, I'm not actually sharing it. I'm talking about it. I'm the one enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Stickman, you want anything? Want to say anything? Oh, I can say a lot, but I mean, this is, <laughs> you know, it's the Divas I podcast. I take that so many different ways. Okay, well, I'll I'll take it again. It, it was, uh, you know, in 2021, it was rated the number two cigar of the year. And for very good reason. It, uh, it is another brainchild of master blenders Rafael Nodal and AJ Fernandez. I know uh, Rafael always says he's, you know, I'm not a master blender not a master of anything, and I, I politely said I beg to disagree because, you know, I definitely consider him a master blender. And a good friend, too. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh, what a guy. What a, what a beautiful family, yeah. in fact. Just the whole family I love. Uh, but there are so many special things about this cigar, and 
the one thing I want to say, just to shock you for shock value right out from the beginning, the very first time I smoked this cigar, I was not fond of it. Wait, wait. In the words of the 70s, say what? Mm-hmm. You're kidding me, Diva. I, I, when I first lit this up, oh, I was, I was in love. It, it was kind of like seeing Jennifer Beals in Flashdance again. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm not just trying to compare a cigar to Jennifer Beals, you know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, it, it was fantastic. I, I was utterly oh, shocked. Gosh. And, and Diva, I'll tell you this much. I remember, you know, reading about this, and I was like, you know, we're gonna see Raphael, and you know, we're gonna talk about this, and you know, Tim, a good friend of ours, you know, he introduced us to the cigar, and then. Raphael's, you know, son, Junior, introduced us to the cigar at Monte Cristo, New York. I miss Junior. Yeah, me too. He's in Miami. We gotta, we gotta hit him up. But in any case, um, I remember the first time we were at Monte Cristo, we lit this up, and I had a limwich. I had like a fat lunch, and and I lit this bad boy up, and I was just like, damn, this is a damn good cigar. And and that's why I'm kind of shocked that you weren't a fan of it from jump where I was. Well. I say that for good reason. I say that because we often talk about the rule of threes mm-hmm. when, when you're trying a cigar. And I mean trying a cigar that, that you care about, that you know is worth your time, not just some something out of someone's bro box. A cigar that you know is worth your time. Try it three times. And if you're wondering why, listen to the previous podcast about the basics and all of the things that can mess up your palate and your cigar experience. And if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, I had a really big meal before the first time I ever smoked this cigar. So my palate was way off, completely off. Then the second time I smoked it, I was floored. I couldn't believe it was the same cigar. There was nothing different about the cigar. There was everything different about me and my cigar palette. And it was so amazing that I decided to write a review about it for uh, the Whiskey Network. And um, then, of course, we were invited up to celebrate uh, the cigar itself at... An event, uh, it was at Carnegie, Carnegie Club mm-hmm. uh, by Fine Tobacco NYC. You guys, you throw tremendous events. Thank you. We love them. Yeah, uh, Matthias? Matthias. Cla- Matthias, yep. thank you. Matthias, and, sorry. Uh, and crew, of course. But then I fell in love with the cigar and uh, wrote the review. Um, had, you know, such an amazing pairing experience. Uh, and it just kept getting better from there. I agree 100%. Um, the event itself, the fine, uh, the Monte Cristo event was, uh, it was banging. I, I, I was like, wow, this is really nice. You know, we sat with Raphael and family, you know, um, <coughs> excuse me. We had to, I remember, I don't know if you remember Diva or oh, you were lit that night. You were drunk. <laughs> Uh, the it ni- was a pairing. Yes, the 1910 Forester and the 1920 mm, Forester. That actually, that night, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, no, that night actually kindled my love for Old Forester as well. Mm-hmm. And it was so smooth. Like, I mean, 
I am not one for as a as a drinker. I'm I'm a very light drinker for those that personally know me, and you know Diva, you know that also. Mm-hmm. But the old Forester for me was smooth. And smoking the cigar with the old Forester, the retro hail, everything. I mean, you could go more into detail about this, but you know, that's another day for another podcast about the nineteen ten and this cigar. But you know, let the viewers hear about what you think about this. It, it's just one thing that I, I have to get out of the way, not out of the way in a bad way, but I have to point out the fact that this was blended to celebrate 85 years of Monte Cristo. Hmm. So you ha- you know right off the bat that they were going to make this great. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's no way they weren't going to knock this out of the park. It's absolutely fabulous. Now, whichever old forester you like to, well, whatever you like to pair it with is fine. Again, like the other podcast we had, what you like to pair it with is what you should pair it with. If you are an old forester lover, I would strongly recommend the pairing that was done at the event, which was the old forester 1910 for the first third. Uh, or really first half of the cigar, give or take, Uh and then follow that up with the 1920 for the second half. For me, that made perfect sense because this is a cigar that really transitions in a unique way. I I feel. I I agree with you, Diva. It's funny, like... When you talk about transitions in cigars, uh, people point out Davidoff cigars with their complex transitions and uh, the SP1014, you know, which has a smooth transition. And this cigar here, you could actually taste from the first third to the second third to the final third. Like the blending of the cigar was done just, it was just heaven. Expertly. Exactly. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that i noticed first i call it first puff deception when i first i remember when i was writing the review and when i write a review it's almost like a meditation experience literally i cut off all outside stimuli and i pick apart every note every flavor everything i get from the in well the regular draw the French inhale the retro hail the pairing uh, and everything is done in a, a certain sequence so that all the flavors stay separate and all that but all that aside when I first lit this for the review in the very beginning I got a pepper blast and I thought what where <laughs> where yeah, I just you know. I remember that day. You, you looked at Arnell and, um, oh, God, the other guy. Bernard. Like, Bernard, thank you. And I love those two. They're family. Mm. And you're like, Mike, you know, that's my real name. I'm going to say it. People know me. <laughs> you're not going to call me Coconut Stick Man out in public, okay? Mike, you bastard. Mike, you bastard. It, it, it's a Godfather joke. But any case, you looked at me and I looked at you and I was like, Diva, you got to lay off the alcohol at 2 p.m. No more day drinking for you. <laughs> And, Liquid lunch. Yeah. And then even Anil and 
And Bernard were looking at you like, Pepper Blast, where are you getting that from? And you just gave this weird look. And everybody there was staring at you like you were crazy. But I had that that look that I get on my face when I'm tasting, where I, I sort of, I draw and then I look up into the sky that isn't really there. And, and then I stare at the cigar and then I draw. If you want to know how that looks, yeah. t- take a picture <laughs> of the cigar diva from, you know, when you see her and imagine Napoleon Dynamite. That's what it is. Is She has that Napoleon Dynamite look when she is perplexed with the cigar. It's true. It's true. It's it's not a look of stupidity. It's deep thought. Bonus deep thought. bonus topic. She keeps tater tots in her pockets. Oh please. <laughs> but honestly, it the journey began with a little deception. At first I I thought it was going to be a very pepper forward cigar like a, a Don Pepin and my father or something like that. Mm-hmm. And literally just a few puffs in, a wave just, it transitioned into strong coffee and and cocoa and and cinnamon. And it's it's medium to full. It's definitely not for the light-hearted, the faint-of-heart cigar smoker, but... It's just every, it, it's everything that I look for in uh, <clears throat> any cigar when these two masters collaborate. There are certain signature palette notes that I look for. And this has them, but it has them very strongly. And I love it because it's one of the few cigars that I can say can pair with almost anything. And not just in terms of spirits, but experiences. So whether it's a road smoke, because you've got a a bit of a drive ahead of you, Mm -hmm. whether you are celebrating a a meeting that just went great, maybe you just closed a deal or or a business, whatever, something in your personal life, someone just graduated, got married, whatever. This is a cigar that you can bring to any occasion, any pairing. You can't go wrong. I love it. And that's why it it was completely honest when I said, even if I'm going to a cigar lounge where I know for a fact that the Monte Cristo... 1935 anniversary is going to be there i still put a couple in my case still you know it's funny like when you're talking about transitions about the cigar at the tail end i personally pick up notes of leather and like like a coconut or maybe a malted milk um bread yeah like a bread yeah and it was just at first when you hear these things you're like that doesn't sound that great but it's actually great you know, it's that was what I picked up um, in in the final third, and it reminds me that. And I'm grateful. I'm no not yet near my final third. I'm still enjoying the hell out of this. But one of the things that I love about the cigar is it actually gets smoother 
the further you go down. Mm -hmm. And with so many cigars, it's the opposite, where it begins with such a smooth, velvety palate, but as you go down, it gets bitter or it can get a little too strong or it gets uh, sort of an overwhelming mineral flavor. Not with this Nicaraguan Puro. There are a lot of Nicaraguan Puros out there, but this one is exceptional. You know, I have to agree, Diva. It's like no taste like from any of the flavors. It's, it's not a flavored cigar, excuse me. None of the tastes overstay their welcome. And, and, I, and I find that great because you could smoke a cigar that has straight taste throughout the beginning, the first, second, and the final thirds, and that's fine. But sometimes you want to have a complexity. It's, it's kind of like my divorce attorney said, you know, hey, stick man, you know, <laughs> your divorce rate, it's very, you know, a lot of complexity. So you need to cut that down. So, so that being said, that one thing I love that Raphael and that and company did was the complexity of the cigar. None of the tastes overstay their welcome. It's enough to say, hey, how are you? Give you a hug. Maybe give you some good lotto numbers and they leave. It's like a good party. Yeah. Come to think of it, where every conversation is great. You have so many different notes come across your palate from the the coffee or espresso, the cocoa, the cinnamon, the baking spices. Not not too much, but enough to sort of round out the cocoa coffee, but then it does transition into the cedar, the leather, some woody notes, but it doesn't lose the cocoa and the coffee. It is literally like segueing through the cigar equivalent of a really good party. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get into the nuts and bolts of things. So, Diva, I know that your favorite one that you're smoking right now is the Demi. Actually, I am smoking uh, the... Number, number two. two. That's right. Your but your personal favorite of them is the demi. I've been on a demi kick. <laughs> I have. I lately there is. Uh, I don't recall the dimensions offhand, and I really should. But the demi size, it would be sort of the equivalent of a box press Corona, and it's just amazing. I love it. It's a great thirty-minute smoke, like. You know, before the writer strike happened and everything, I remember smoking the Demi's on set. And it was such a great, fulfilling smoke where all of a sudden people looked at me. You're like, you're not a, you know, you're not a jerk right now. I said, yeah, I had a smoke. So, <laughs> but there is different Vitolas. Um, there's the number two, the, the Demi, the number two. Um, I remember there was like a six by 60 that was supposed to come out, a Toro. Uh, well, there was also the and short... Uh, 60. I, it was a thick one. There's one right here. Uh, but I don't know what its exact dimensions are. It was a limited edition, especially for Casa de Monte Cristo. Mm -hmm. So there are several Vitolas out there. Um, and speaking of which, I'm with just PCA just that passed by recently. Mm, yeah, yeah. Are, are you gonna say it or am I? I'm gonna because let you do I it. I am so excited, Diva. I'm gonna let you do it. It's your show. As if this cigar was not good enough, I cannot wait to get my hands 
on Edition Diamante, the Diamond Edition. It is a new iteration of the 1935 anniversary that is said to be uh, a little bit more... Mm, what's the word? Mellow. A little bit more mellow. A little bit more creamy. Hmm. And I'm really looking forward to that. I know it's going to be exceptional. Or it is exceptional. Which is why I can't wait to try it. Cannot wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. And, you know, it's... Guys, gals, everyone that's listening, if you go to your local favorite shop, brick and mortar, even online, and you see this, at least try one. You know, we always say the minimum of three, at least try one. And I'm going to tell you, you're you're not going to be disappointed. It, it's a great cigar. It's a great after dinner cigar. Like the diva was saying, if you're watching your favorite sport or celebrating or anything like that, it's a great cigar. Number two that I'm smoking should... Uh, it's about a good 45 minutes to 90 minutes smoke, depending on how fast you smoke. And it's it's great. I, I enjoyed it. The other thing I want to point out, too, is this is another example of where price point does not dictate quality or experience. Because this cigar, at least in the Northeast, for the number two, the Torpedo, uh you're looking at what, $20 or less? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's amazing. There are so many cigars that cost so much more than that, but pale in comparison to the 1935 anniversary. Yes. So I think that in and of itself is amazing. Now, I've heard some crazy things about California cigar prices, so... I can't even imagine, you know, what cigars cost out there. I hear about it all the time. But even in New York, the cigar is affordable. Uh, so really, it's, it's, it, it's a must try. It is a must try if you haven't already. If you come across the Diamond Edition. Uh, Definitely get it. It's, no doubt. That's one of the cigars that I would say that, yes, I would buy a box sight unseen. Hmm. Absolutely. And there aren't many cigars about which I can say that. Uh, I did that with the, um, a few. And another one that Raphael blended was the uh, H. Upman Heritage. I bought that one sight unseen. But again, same blenders. And so I knew it was going to be exceptional, just like the 1935 anniversary from Monte Cristo. So this is one where, in a humble diva's opinion, you cannot go wrong with this cigar. Very true. So let's talk about some pros and cons, diva, of this cigar. Cons? And, yeah, exactly. There what? isn't any. <laughs> there is not any. Uh, you know, I... I always try to look at both sides of the coin when it comes to cigars, like any pros or cons. But I will say, honestly, I don't have any cons, at least me personally, Diva. I don't have any cons on this cigar. 
I would question anyone who did, to be honest. I know that there are some people who aren't crazy about box press, and that's fine to each their own, but I think it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. It, the Demi is a box press, and they're all box press, and they're absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, cons, what... I can't think of any, to be honest with you, Diva. The only thing I can think of is if you've never, ever, ever had a cigar before, it might be a little bit strong for your first ever cigar. You know, I, I agree with that. Like, I would say for people that are starting off smoking cigars or are not used to medium to full cigars, this one may kind of hit you from left field. That's the only thing I can think about. And that's me trying to come up with a con, you know, as opposed to all of the pros. Uh, from its ratings, its accolades, it's, it is just, it deserves all the celebration it gets. I think it's a fabulous cigar. Yes. Oh, and, and like I did mention before, it pairs with anything. So... Let's say you're not into the old Forester uh, or bourbon at all. Say you want to try something absolutely crazy. I'll tell you my latest favorite for summer, uh, and it's going to blow your mind, but you will try it, and you will come back and thank me. Amaretto di Serono and Dr. Pepper. And guys, before you say ooh, don't knock it till you try it. Do, yeah. We... we we got this, you know, the recipe. I mean, yeah, the recipe, isn't mm-hmm. it? From a friend of ours. And he was telling us, like, hey, guys, you guys have to try this. Trust me. You're not going to be disappointed. You know, Diva looked at me like they were crazy. And I was like, all right, let's just try it. We got some Dr. Pepper here in the office. Let's try it. Screw it. Let's try it. And with some ice. It's amazing. It is. It is. It, it will blow your mind. And it's, I think it's because... Dr. Pepper is marketed wrong. You don't think of it as a good pairing for anything except for a glass and some ice. Mm-hmm. But it really has some great notes that pair well with certain spirits. And apparently Amaretto di Serono is one of them. Yes. So if you want something strong in the vanilla um, and the caramel flavors, something really refreshing for summer that goes perfectly with a cigar give that a shot mm-hmm. most definitely well not a shot no pun intended <laughs> preferably you know glass with ice so I was, I was just ashing my cigar oh come on get get back to work <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> i'm just kidding what else would you pair it with uh, just really quick outside- for someone who let's say for someone who didn't want to pair it with any spirits at all. Uh, a good espresso, um, mm. probably a double shot espresso or a single shot, depending on the time of day, day or you know your strength of how much you could drink of espresso. I would say an espresso, like a, a medium roast espresso, mm. Mm. or or in the summer a nice iced latte. Yeah, yeah. This is a great coffee and sip and chill type of cigar and. I would recommend it with iced coffee also. Mm-hmm. Or a nice cafe brevet. Yeah. Mm. 
So with that, guys, the Cigar Diva will get to it this week because I'll be on her all week long to get a review written on this, a written review to accompany this podcast. Uh, we'll attach the sizes and different Vitolas that the cigar comes in, as well as MSRP. Again, MSRP will vary based on where you are in the U.S. or where you're listening to on this podcast. And don't knock it before you try it. I would say, you know, definitely pick it up. I have one last thing that I, oh, I will say about this cigar, and that is that there are some cigars where I'm picky about size. Mm-hmm. There are very few where I'm not, uh, because for me, Vitola does matter, definitely. When it comes to the 1935 anniversary, whether it's the number two uh, which is far, far bigger than the Demi or the Demi or it doesn't matter. It's just a fabulous cigar in any size. So when you do have the chance to try it, do not rule out any of the sizes or Vitolas uh, because you think one is better than the other. This is one of the rare cigars that is literally great in every size. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. So with that being said... Guys, gals, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening to our review. Well, the Divas Review and me (laughs) co-signing. And please, give that drink a try. If you do drink, if you are into spirits, try the DiSorono and Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. As always, you know how to reach the Diva on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, threads now, right? Yeah. 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 It's, It's getting there. It's getting there. Uh, and, yeah. and, mm-hmm, and use the hashtag MC1935. That way we know you guys are listening. And that way we could, you know, respond to any questions, any comments, you know, more fan base for me, less fan base for her. You know who I'm speaking of. <laughs> so. And let us know if there are any other cigars that you think are worthy of a podcast and why. Exactly. For that, thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Coconut Stick Man. And I am always side... Hustling with the Cigar Diva. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Be sure to come back.